welcome to this episode of the Ecom Swipe File. Uh, I am obviously your host, Lucas Walker from Gorgeous, and joining me today is a member of the Shopify Plus community on Facebook, uh, a gorgeous customer, uh, and a serial entrepreneur, much like myself, Jason Sieber. So Jason, hey. welcome, thank you for coming on the show. Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit to our audience? Thanks so much, yeah, it's really great to be here with you. Thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me to have a chat with you. It's, uh, it's great, I've been having a lot of really, really interesting and very in-depth conversations lately just about the, the world, this post-COVID world that we live in, in mm -hmm. general. So uh, yeah, a little bit about me, I'm a, yeah, serial entrepreneur. I've, I've owned a bunch of companies, had a lot of really spectacular uh, failures. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Learning opportunities. Couple, yeah, a lot of learning opportunities and a couple of really good successes along the way. I own a company called Wine Spies, which is a, it's an online wine retailer that, uh, that operates mostly without me. Mm -hmm. uh, kudos, kudos to my beautiful team over there. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my general sort of very quick background. Oh, very cool. Very cool. And the, uh, what we're talking about today, your current venture that you actually launched through COVID, and I really want to hear the story, Halo Life. So really, a really cool uh, technology for masks with a lot of microfibers or nanofibers uh, that really stop uh, a good portion of those particles, but they're also super comfortable and breathable for you. If you have one, if you want to uh, show everyone how, how it fits. I do. Here it is. This is the Halo Mask. So this is actually a design that's going to be probably released by the time this episode airs, but it's not currently available on the website. It will be uh, any any second now. Mm -hmm. So this mask is uh, is a very technologically advanced mask. It's uh, it's very comfortable. It creates a very tight seal all the way around. And like you, I have some facial hair, and this little chin wrap here ensures a really snug fit. Uh, oh, cool. As does the adjustability, it's fully adjustable. These these loops are adjustable, and you can kind of, you know, adjust them this way or that way to move the mask up or down until it's just right. And then it's really just like set it and forget it. Once it's once those are are locked into place, you never really have to adjust the mask again. Um, the mask is reusable, and yeah. it has a this little this little pocket here for replaceable filters. Oh, cool. Uh, those filters they need to be replaced only about every 200 hours and um so yeah they're, they're 200 hours what is that for uh say the average person not so not necessarily someone working 40 hours a week but i guess that's a good baseline that if you're wearing it full time then that's uh five weeks so for the average person that's wearing it a few hours a week that's every three months two yeah. three months yeah so you know a three pack of filters will last you you know good good you know, almost a year in some cases, 90 days mm -hmm. for a lot of people. It just depends on the, the amount of usage. You know, my wife is in a critical business. She works at a winery here in Sonoma County, mm -hmm. and she wears hers eight to 10 hours a day every single day. She comes home and washes her hands, takes the filter out, sets it somewhere clean, washes the mask, you know. Um, yeah. She's been throwing hers in the washing machine, although we recommend hand wash. It's been a good experiment to see how they hold up in the yeah. washing machine, and they hold up really well. It's very durable. It's it's really well constructed. You know, a lot of a lot of attention to detail. A lot of a lot of money spent on every mask. Um, it's not the the least expensive mask on the market, nor is it the most expensive. It's kind of in the middle. Yeah. The uh, the SRP of the mask is about thirty five US, and uh, yeah, the, it doesn't fog. It, it's breathable. It's actually one of the most breathable masks, and the filter is really the the secret sauce. It's our proprietary filter, which comes from New Zealand. 
Yeah. Uh, we, we have a, a partner there who makes these filters for us. And, you know, those filters, these nanofiber filters exceed N95 standards, which is, which is good news. You know, oh, wow. uh, those, yeah. And unlike, you know, the typical paper N95 mask, which looks like you just walked out of the morgue, um, you know, these are pretty fashionable. These are not a, it's a pretty handsome mask. And we're coming out with some new designs. Uh, this is the newest one that's, that's going to be coming soon. And we've got some really cool fabrics and other solid colors that are, that are on their way. Oh, really cool. And I think that that brings up uh, really the first point uh, that we, that we want to chat about is, so how did you start the business during COVID in terms of sourcing yeah. this new, new fabric from New Zealand, getting the designs? Obviously, you didn't just go to a factory in Alibaba and private label say, hey, can I get 50,000 masks and add a little bit of gray around the outside? So how right. did you, uh, in a very lean way, go from co uh, conceptualization to an actual sellable product? And you shared with me some revenue but, uh, numbers before. It's The launch has been very successful. You want to share share that with the crowd and it's yeah, really it's logistic. Been... logistically, it, 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 I have a headache just trying to articulate it. <laughs> No, it's, it's been a, a real adventure from beginning to end, you know, including the, the genesis of the company. So four years ago, a friend of mine, the, the guy who actually painted that, that painting behind me, uh -huh. uh, he started a mask company in Bali, in Indonesia. And yeah. his mission then was to protect people from the ravages of pollution, which is actually the number two killer in the world behind heart disease. Yeah. Uh, it kills more people than cancer. It kills 500 people an hour. So. Oh, wow. He was looking to create a really great ceiling, high-tech mask with a superior filter and went through a lot of R&D and then sold the mask for four years and refined it and refined it and, and improved it along the way. And when COVID hit, well, first of all, I was in Bali with my wife on uh, over New Year. Yep. So oh, this, beautiful. This past, this past January. Beautiful place. It's her favorite place on the planet. I love it there. Um, itching to go back. Who knows when we'll be able to do that. But um, so we spent New Year's with my friend Zen. His name is Zen. Again, the guy who painted the painting there. Yeah. And uh, we, we hung out with him. And then on January 9, we flew back and our airplane was diverted. It was an unscheduled stop that was not on our ticket. It was diverted through a little place called Wuhan, China. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh, indeed. So we got off the airplane. We went through security. We were fingerprinted and questioned and had our passport stamped, you know, just for our, our six hour visit with the, uh, with the airport and with the, with immigration there. Yeah. Um, but we were wearing our masks the whole time. And the day we got back, uh, there was a nice fellow that we met on the airplane that we'd made friends with and hung out with in the airport a little bit. And he forwarded me a news story, mystery virus hits Wuhan, China. Oh no. And so we all know where that went, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So as soon as I realized, uh, it was, a thing that COVID was a thing. I, you know, got on the phone and I said, "Listen, man, we've got to get production going in Indonesia. We've got to get, got to get these masks out to the world. We have to protect people." And I was at a time where um, my other company was was really running itself. I was mm -hmm. looking at starting another company. Yeah, you, you were getting the itch again. Say that again. You were getting the itch to start to start something new again. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was on my way to starting something new. I, I had established a new company, um, but then COVID hit. And so like a lot of people's plans, those plans were, were put on hold. Not quite out the window, they're on hold for now, but um, we started producing a, in Indonesia, but then the Indonesian government hit the brakes on export. They said, 
we want to keep all PPE for ourselves. Yeah. So at, at that point, we scrambled. Uh, we set up a, a company in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I hired a team, an incredible team, uh, five founders. We just, all of us, working yeah. without a salary, working around the clock, just racing to get production going. Um, here we are 90 days later, thereabouts, and we're selling an awful lot of masks and doing an awful lot of good. And we actually, uh, we donate masks for, uh, for every order that we take through our website, we donate a mask to a charitable cause. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's, yeah, that's been our charter from the beginning. So, you know, we're, we're in this for the love of our fellow humans. We're in yeah. this to restart the economy. We're in this to protect people who need it, you know, who need the most protection. And we're in it for people who really care about, about protecting themselves and, and about protecting others. Because, you know, again, wearing a mask is not just about protecting yourself. There's, Maybe there's, even... there's a great PSA around Toronto, and it's basically my masks, or your mask protects me, and my mask protects you. Yeah, exactly. And so that's, that's the feeling we're trying to perpetuate. And, uh, and also, you know, just honestly, a feeling for love for our fellow humans. And yeah. uh, we've been signing our emails. I started signing... I was running our customer service for a while, um, very deliberately decided I would, I would step in to do that, to mm-hmm. sort of set our tone with customers. Yeah. And, and I think that I, this is a great segue into the other uh, really mean topic that I really want to chat about is how you, tran- you transferred from uh, running customer support into that chief revenue officer role at the company because yeah. it's so, it's I'm, so I'm often I'm at the teaching. I was going to say that so often we've been preaching about how customer support really is like the hidden gem to just unlock tons of revenue potential by understanding your customers and so many one-to-one interactions. And it's you're the perfect exactly. example, Jason, of how that is, that really is true. Yeah, again, it was really deliberate. My, my putting myself into that position so that I could really understand our customers, understand their pain points, understand their their problems, understand, mm-hmm. you know, what's, what's happening for them in their lives. And I get very personal with people in the, in the support channels. Um, you know, I, I was going to say earlier, I started signing all of our emails with, we love you. And I was, you know, I was a little, uh, reticent to do that initially, but the response yeah. has only been like so positive. And I mean it genuinely, I love people, you know, we, as a company, our, this founding team, uh, really has a passion for, making the planet a better place. And so, you know, once, once COVID is behind us, you know, we're not just a, a flash in the pan, mass company, Johnny come lately, that's just trying to make a buck. We're really trying to make a difference. And once COVID is over, we're going to return our attentions to things like pollution and to ways that, you know, products and services can protect people in the world. So, sorry, back to your question about uh, this transition that I'm making from customer service to chief revenue officer. Absolutely. By, by understanding who our customers are, um, that can help me to understand how to not only market to them, but also to build products for them. You know, products that solve problems, problems that, uh, products that, that make their lives easier, safer, and, uh, and healthier. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And how have you been using Gorgeous to, to be able to do that? So I came to Gorgeous after we had been using another platform. So. Yeah. In my other company, run with Zendesk. Uh, can I call them out and shame them? I yeah, have of nothing good to say about them. Absolutely. <laughs> if I do it, it's horrible. But if you do it, it's it's the truth. Right. 
but when does this episode air? Because we're still using the platform for some things while we, we're just trying to get back to we're trying to get down to ticket zero in yeah. that other platform. Well, I don't want them to turn it off. Well, let's say we'll air in a couple of weeks, but um, and we'll edit this out. Okay. But we're actually by then, by then, by then we're one hundred percent gorgeous. Okay, is, perfect. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we've been using Freshdesk, and and okay. we've been using Freshdesk at WineSpies with great success. But the ticket volume at WineSpies was much lower. Yeah. Um, ticket volume here has you know we've been in the two to two to four hundred tickets per day. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean we're processing, you know, a lot of orders every yep. single day. And how many people and are handling that that uh, that ticket volume? Uh, we're doing it be between social media and um, and just general email tickets or inquiries through the website. We're doing it with a team of five. Oh wow! So yeah, you handle that much volume with five people total. That's that's awesome. It's a it's a lot of work, and I know that when we switch over to Gorgeous 100%, right now we're using Gorgeous for our social media channels, and it's been great. I'm so, so happy to have found you guys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I can't tell you. And so my next order of business, uh, literally today, is to um, step, personally step out of Freshdesk and into Gorgeous, where I'm going to start warming it up for the, for the email channels, for the other yeah. support channels. Start warming it up, starting building, starting to to build macros and automations and can responses and all of those things, so that then then I can transition my team over. And then we're going to be hiring. We're going to outsource a couple more customer service seats. We found a really great company in the Philippines, um, and we're we're probably going to just move them straight onto Gorgeous. So oh, I, I'm awesome. really at the beginning of my Gorgeous journey, yep. but man, am I looking forward? And I I really do have a very good understanding of what the platform is capable of. And so, that makes me I'm not trying really to so happy to hear because there's, I mean, like, you know, it's starting off by talking to, to customers. It's even though it's, it's marketing, what I'm doing right now, it's just, it feels so nice to be able to, to hear those kind of words of how not only we're making your business better, but helping to keep more people safe. Like, yeah. it's not just selling software at the end of the day. It is that, right. that human touch at, at the end. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what we're up to. We're trying to, you know, connect with people and, and keep them safe. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's, that's awesome. And I think that, that ties into sort of the last part, which is getting ready for BFCM. Uh, so Jason, obviously it's been uh, very rapid growth for you over the last couple of months with everything being so, so up in the air. What do the next few months have in store for you as we, we close out 2020? And I mean, surely I think premium masks are going to be a hot Christmas item, which mean, or a hot gift item in the, this holiday season, which means that come BFCM, which is at the time that this episode airs, probably 100, 120 days away, it's coming up fast. So how are you prepping for, for that demand other than being able to be fully on gorgeous and uh, a little bit of outsourcing on the customer support team? Well, we're right now we're really focused on um, making sure that our supply chain is, is you know, 100% bulletproof. So we're doing everything we can to ramp production. We're standing up new, new manufacturing facilities in five different countries. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, yeah, because there's demand from all over the world. You know, right now we've been focused on the U.S. market, but we're we're getting inquiries from literally everywhere. You know, yeah. Egypt, a uh, whole bunch of different African nations, uh, and you know, and each each one of these local markets presents its own challenges in terms of customer service, but also pricing and 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 like that. So, 
Yeah, with regard to Black Friday, Cyber Monday, just making sure that we have enough stock is really the, the yep. biggest concern and keeping up with the demand. You know, the, the, the current demand is incredibly strong. Um, unfortunately, COVID is uh, at this point very strong and, and mm -hmm. only growing. There's yep. an awful lot we have to do as a, as a, as a nation and as a, a world population. And, you know, America really needs to take a good look at its neighbors and, uh, and some of its, its distant neighbors like New Zealand who have done an incredible job. You know, yep. um, one of our founders lives in New Zealand and it's life as normal there for him. It's really remarkable. There, nobody has to wear a mask because there just haven't been any new cases of COVID. They've just wiped it out. Yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty remarkable. So that's, you know, we're, we're, but we're trying to... if they do want to wear a mask, I saw another study that showed in the Southern Hemisphere, uh, regular flu rates are down, colds are down because of all the social distancing measures. So well, that's why, that's why we were wearing our mask all the way back from, uh, from Bali, you know, is just to protect ourselves from, you know... I, it's rare that you can take a long airplane flight and not come back and feel like, you know, and not, and not catch cold along the way. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, even though we were coming from Bali, it was still, you know, January and that's, that's cold and flu season. And, it is. uh, yeah. So people, people going there and bringing it back, you know, we just didn't want to take the risk. So we, we wore our masks, but, uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're anticipating, uh, you know, strong and increasing sales for you know, the foreseeable future, unfortunately, it's, it seems odd to say that for, you know, a company that's, uh, that's also making money from masks, but, you know, we're, we're going to be there for the demand and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do some promos and we'll have gorgeous ready, ready yeah. to answer those, those inquiries. And we do, we really get a lot of inquiries, you know, people are, um, we're not just getting the typical, where's my order inquiry. I'm sure that's number one for any customer service practice. It is. If, uh, uh, if you don't a have lot, a joke, you'd better a have of, a fact. A lot of questions. And oh, the yeah. where is my order? I was just going to say, if you don't have a joke, you'd better have a fact. And where is my order accounts for 35% of all ticket inquiries. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, we're fielding all kinds of questions. And, you know, we're hearing from people who have uh, all manner of, of different, um, you know, um, immunosuppressive uh, issues themselves. They had it before COVID. And so people are very, uh, they're doing a lot of research. They're being very careful about their mask choices. And so yeah. uh, I'm happy to answer all of those questions. And, and the more we do, um, the more people we can protect. It's really, it's, it's flattering. It's gratifying that it people with a, with a, I just ended my chemo trial. My immune system is down and I just want to make sure that this mask is for me. Um, it's really gratifying when they choose our halo mask. Yeah, I know that's, that's really just, just phenomenal. And I think that's a good, uh, a good way to, to wrap it up. Just, I mean, thank you for helping keep everyone safe and hoping to, to stop the, the spread of the, the awful, awful corona, coronavirus. And Jason, where can people find you? Where can people find the Halo Mask if they want to uh, order some for themselves? Yeah, it's halolife.io. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jason. Thanks for being on the podcast. And uh, that's a wrap. So if you are 